This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac, and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. I am Dante Marcatelli. Our producer is Jake Chapman. Coming up in about five minutes, we're going to catch up with Gary Clark, one of the newest members of the Orlando Magic. And I tell you what, You're going to be impressed. Uh, He is an impressive youngster. And uh, the way he thinks the game, the way he feels the game, uh, he's wise beyond his years. His journey to get to the NBA and why he gambled on Orlando and thinks this situation is perfect for him. Uh, You're going to be impressed with what he has to say uh, about this team moving forward and about his fit here in Orlando. So don't want to miss that. That'll be coming up in the second segment. The Orlando Magic win last night. They beat the Atlanta Hawks 135 to 126. When the Magic win, you win too with Papa John's Pizza. You're going to get 50% off your regular menu price order all day today at papajohns.com. Use that promo code MAGICWIN. And the Magic do win in impressive fashion. It is a season-high points scored, 135 season-high threes made with 18, leading the way Aaron Gordon with 26. You had four players go for 20 or more, 24 for Nick Vucevic, nine rebounds, nine assists. He's one board, one assist away from a triple-double which he's also had one in his career against the Atlanta Hawks, so I'm sure they're tired of seeing him. 22 for Evan Fournier and 21 for Terrence Ross off the bench. I thought that second unit won that game for us. I really did with the life and the spark that they gave uh, at the end of the first, beginning of the second quarter, and then again in that uh, top of the fourth quarter uh, to kind of help try to get some separation. But starters were terrific as well, and most importantly, Jake, we needed a win. We needed it in the worst way. We knocked down shots. You shot 53% from the floor. So did Atlanta. (laughs) Atlanta (laughs) shot 53% from the floor. They shot 43% from three and lost. But uh, most importantly, as as Evan Fournier said yesterday, there's just been a dark cloud hanging over things around here the last couple of weeks, and we needed a win to kind of bring a little sunshine back. I think a win was good. I think a win that way was even better. 135 points, knocking down shots, the ball moving, 33 assists. That's what, I, I, I mean, and Cliff's been talking about this. When when the ball does not go through the hoop, it has a very demoralizing yes, effect, sure. shockingly enough, uh, on, on a basketball team. And you've seen it over the last couple of weeks start to affect the team on the other end of the floor, start to affect the team on the glass. Uh, some of the things that the, this team really hangs its hat on, when you're not making shots, it's really difficult to sort of drag yourself down to the other end of the floor. <laughs> And put that it's hard, work defense in. is hard enough anyway when you're making shots, exactly. but yeah, but yeah, when you're missing them, exactly. Um, making shots is one of the the, the most fun parts of playing basketball. <laughs> um, so I think it was it was obviously it, it was much needed, and doing it in that fashion where you knock down a whole bunch of threes and the ball moves was uh, was very important as well. Yeah, I like James Ennis. Early returns on him. Our first look at him. I thought he was in uh, really in, in, integral in, in a couple of those. Uh, rallies for Orlando's second unit to get back in. Uh, he had uh, he had a big steal in the first half, and then he had a follow up dunk in the second half and a breakaway dunk. So he brought that energy that that we expect from him. Uh, I thought that was good and and uh, interesting. We're going to duck in a break in a minute, and we're going to come back with Gary Clark. And one thing from this interview, Jake, that I I thought was interesting. We don't have enough time to delve into it, but I said, you know, the you know the thing on scouting report on you. Tell me what kind of player you are. He said, I'm a three and you know I I said I you know you I know you're a three and D guy. You can knock down a three. You're defensive, and he answered it, but he said that three and D has a negative connotation. He he said three, really? three and D is typically the label we give to guys who can't shoot well. 
it's a guy that's a capable of knocking down a three-point shot, but there's a, a whole group of players that get lumped into 3 and D. Yes, they're capable of making a shot. He wanted to point out and wants fans to know, I am a shooter. Uh-huh. I can score. I am a shooter, and I also defend. I'm a better shooter than I am a defensive player. My defense will improve. He'll tell the story here coming up in the next segment, but I've never thought of 3 and D as a negative connotation. See, but that, but some some guys who can't shoot do. I would think maybe D and three would be a negative connotation <laughs> right, to be right. whichever one comes first. Right. Um, no, that's interesting. And and you know, look it, inside the mind of players, we take phrases like this and we just sort of run with sure, them. Sure, sure. Um, and absolutely, I'm sure every guy out there on the floor says I'm more than just a three and D guy, and it's just kind of a, a the median nomenclature. I, guess. I, I told him, well, you had me at three. That that's what we <laughs> yes, need. Exactly. Please, please <laughs> with can, the threes. You can defend if you want, but we need the threes. <laughs> You're going to hear from Gary Clark, newest member of the Orlando Magic, when we return to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center in just a moment. Our magic never compromise on the court, and Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at Shop IDC.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Orlando Magic fans, pack the Amway Center and cheer on the magic as they face some of the biggest names in the NBA. Show your pride for magic above all and don't miss the biggest matchup of the season against teams like the Brooklyn Nets, New Orleans Pelicans, and Boston Celtics. Be there live when players like Kyrie Irving, Zion Williamson, and Kemba Walker come to town. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com. See big games above all. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in! All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit OrlandoMagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 7016 equal housing. 
At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do it. Do the do. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Hill support you. For proving we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. This is Mohamed Bamba of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time. And welcome back to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli here with you. Mo Bamba, productive minutes for him off the bench. His Magic win. Mo goes for seven points, blocks a shot, uh, five rebounds in 14 minutes worth of work. And his Magic put up a season-high 135 points, knocked down a season-high 18 threes. If you have a ticket stub from last night's game, take it to any participating Chick-fil-A uh, so you can get yourself a free chicken sandwich. That happens anytime they make 10 or more threes in a home game. I was able to partake in that, as was Jake Chapman. But listen, we want to get right to it. Uh, the Orlando Magic's Gary Clark, a newest addition. His contract was just picked up for the entire season. I had an opportunity to sit down with him, and you're really going to be impressed uh, with this young man. He had options. He had to weigh those options. He gambled on himself to make this Magic roster, to make an impression. He was impressed with Jeff Weltman and John Hammond and the operation that that this city is running, this organization is running. This is where he wanted to be. It worked. He's here for the rest of the year and hopefully the foreseeable future. And earlier, I caught up with Gary Clark. All right, Gary, well, just kind of take us through the the last couple days. I I know you made a decision to come here. You thought it could be an opportunity for you. You saw yourself growing with this young core, and then you get rewarded with the contract for the rest of the season for your hard work. How how fulfilling was that? It's huge, you know, to kind of from the tell of my story of just, you know, undrafted two-way conversion, not playing, then waived, and then coming here with the opportunity that, you know, Coach Cliff and Jeff saw that I would be able to get my agent. It's just been, you know, one of those things. It's been a process. You know, it's one of those things you got to, like, jump on the pony and keep going right after you, you know, get waived and be prepared to, like, produce and stay positive, not too high, not too low. So it's very fulfilling to, you know, you know get that security, you know, in an organization that, you know, sees a lot of potential in me and willing to, you know, go the extra mile to make sure that, you know, I am here and I, I come here and I feel like they care. That's a great point. And, and for yourself, uh, confidence has got to be a big part of it. And, and you know going through what you've gone through, you know you belong here. You just need an opportunity, right? Is that – how much did you have to kind of battle the mental part of it? 
Uh, a lot, especially where I was, you know, just, you know, knowing there's a lot you can do, but not the chance, the opportunity to like go out and prove yourself, but so many times. And, uh, my God. And, uh, so, you know, just coming here with that opportunity, with that confidence, you knowing that like, you know, it's, it's ready, you know, just waiting for the chance you know a coach and the, the staff giving me the confidence to do what I do well and that's you know shoot the ball and defend you know I think uh, they were pretty impressed people were pretty impressed how well I defended you know Giannis the other night and just you know for me that was my first time being able to get that kind of a, an assignment because in, where I was you know I would never you know saw that kind of chance so I was able to you know step up and you know prove that I can handle tasks like that you certainly did that. For for those of uh, our listeners that are on this radio show listening and uh, your, your journey, you told me a little bit about it a couple of weeks ago when we were in Charlotte. But for those that don't know, you grew up outside of Raleigh and, and you had all the big schools there were looking at you. you. You had opportunities, but then came a point, right, where you had to commit ultimately and just, just kind of take us through as, as schools are starting to find you just outside that Raleigh area. Uh, It's kind of started right after my, like, in the middle of my freshman year, Starting as a freshman, uh, you know, UNCW was my first school to offer me. And then from there, it kind of like just started like tumbling in. You know, I had the small local schools, the the uh, NC, uh, NC State, Wake Forest, Clemson, you know, all those schools started flowing in as well. But, you know, when it was time to make a decision going into my senior year, you know, a lot of those schools that I wanted to stay close to, NC State, Wake Forest, and Clemson, and Virginia, they all were kind of trying to give me a deadline that another guy was committing and they wouldn't have a scholarship until spring. So, you know, I was like, oh, okay, well, I just want to come on a visit first. And then, you know, I would slowly get those calls and in Wake Forest, a guy committed. So you got to wait till the spring. NC State, a guy committed. Clemson, a guy committed. So it was like the same thing over and over again. So now I'm starting to panic because I, I want to commit before my – season starts because I'm worried about if I do get hurt you know God forbid something happens I get hurt and then uh, I'm not with the same opportunity so you know go to Cincinnati they're still calling Coach Davis very consistent go on my visit I love it you know the guys made me feel welcome coach was very honest you know and that was my biggest thing is like who's going to be honest with me because everyone calls you and tell you how great you are talk about all the dunks but you know coaching them told me you know everything I need to work on and that, you know, I wasn't as good as I thought I would. And, you know, Coach Davis actually came to visit me four times before they offered me. You know, he's like, you don't play. So people talk, but that's what stands out when a guy shows it and comes to, to watch you play, right? Yeah, he came four times. Like, and I'm talking like two of them were just workouts that I was having at my high school. And he was just like, you're not, you're not playing hard enough. And then he started coming to games, AU games. He's like, you're still not playing hard enough, but you're getting better. So now I'm like. I taking it. I'm taking it personal. You know, this is school. I, I I never. I didn't even have it on my radar. But like, this guy's trying to tell me I'm not playing good enough, and I'm averaging like 30, 15, and you know, almost a triple double. And I got the first ever quadruple double in North Carolina history. So it was like, dude, what are you talking about? Right, right. So, uh, so then I just it just elevated my game to a whole nother level, and then that's when I got the quadruple double because I was so dominant. You know, I, I won so many accolades. I'm leading scorer in my high school. So. You know, that honesty brought me to them, you know, and I went to Cincinnati, had a great four years there, you know, due to injuries and stuff, you know, it was a battle coming out of that situation, but, you know, nevertheless, they just, you know, they instilled the toughness in me, you know, that 
allows me to embrace the things that I go through since I've been in the league, being waived, not playing, you know, just kind of getting a short end of the stick. And now, you know, in this situation where, you know, Coach Cliff is not necessarily a Mick Cronin, but he is very honest, very tough when it comes to, you know, giving it to you straight of what you can and can't do, what you need to do, you know. So it's just one of those things I feel like, you know, I'm back, not back in college, but I feel like I got the honesty, you know, and the care from organization from top to bottom, you know, that's really, you know, giving me their, their honest truth on my game and giving me a chance. That's a very interesting insight. And I, I would think with that journey at Cincinnati, that couldn't that have gone the other way? I mean, right? If, if he starts saying you could play hard, you could have said, well, forget it. I'm not going there. This guy's, this guy's giving me grief I don't need. But it worked, and it motivated you, and it fueled you, and you felt that honesty. Uh, yeah, for sure. It was. Uh, I'm forever thankful for Coach Davis and Coach Cronin, you know, for one, you know, getting me, drawing me there. But then when I got there, it was, you know, it was even worse of a situation because now they're like, they have their hands on me and there's no like running from it. You know, and coach, you know, people know Coach Cronin. If they don't go look up some videos, you can see him on, on YouTube. He's a very intense individual. And uh, it's hard for a young guy to come in that's been kind of sh- not sheltered, but, you know, you as a young guy, you're dominant. Everybody, it's easy for you in high school. So you go to college and you're not the man anymore. You got a little guy yelling, raging, you know, angry all the time, no matter what you do. So it's hard to take the message that he's trying to deliver to you as a young guy, because you just hear all the stuff around what he's trying to tell you. So I remember my first, my summer, we were going to the Bahamas, you know, every four years, every college get to go. And um, we had live practices, like, you know, most teams work out all summer. And then we had, we had, 20 practices and like they were the most intense practices I've ever been a part of. I, I remember calling my mom like, mom, there's no way I'm coming back after this break. After we go to Bahamas, we need to figure out what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I can't do this. It's, it was too, it was too bad. But she told me to stick it out. You know, it can't be that bad. You know, this, it would be too hard to try to figure out and sit out a year and all of that. So, you know, I started understanding a little bit. I didn't start really getting it into my junior year. Sophomore year, I just ignored him. You know, I just stopped looking at the bench because he's very animated when he gets angry. So I stopped looking at the bench my sophomore year. I got defensive player of the year. I was hurt my end of my sophomore year. And um, my junior year, I, you know, he kind of leaned on me. I was hurt all summer. And uh, I played my sophomore year. When I hurt myself, I rolled my ankle actually here at the uh, – we practiced at the, uh, a college around here, and then we had our conference tournament here. And then the next day, I had to play a four-overtime game on, like, a bum ankle. And uh, that's the way you kind of hit the crazy shot and um, played in the tournament hurt. And in my junior year, I played hurt. So then, you know, I didn't have a great junior year. And then senior year, before my senior year, I had surgery. But, like, my rehab process was, wasn't correct. Like, I just, you know, I was just kind of right back on the court. And so I played hurt again my senior year. And that's when I got all these accolades. So people didn't really understand, really understand the uh, – you know, the, the significance of my injury, you know. You know, they had, I had surgery, so, but I had player of the year, defensive player of the year. I had won everything. So, you know, just people took, took Houston took the chance on me knowing that I could shoot it and my analytics was so high as far as, like, defending. So, you know, going through all of that and then getting healthy and battling for the situation I had there, I'm very blessed. I'm very thankful for that organization for, you know, extending that, that opportunity to me. You know, and now... You know, I actually came here and worked out too. You know, Coach MB and PD, you know, guys was here with my workout. You know, and I just, you know, being here so far, I just, you know, I could just tell how they like dedicate 
their sales and cater to their young guys. You know, there's a level of, you know, uh, accountability, but they also understand that you, you guys are young. You know, we gotta we gotta mold you the right way and give you time to, you know, come into yourself. So, and, and I picked picked up on that like early on. You know, with Jeff talking to me and how they handled Ji and Aaron and those young guys. So it's just like one of those things. It's a it's a comforting feeling to know that you have a chance. You know, they're going to give you a chance. It's not a just a one and out. Like you're gonna have an opportunity. That's great. It's it's refreshing the way you speak of the game, the way you look at the game, and your overall approach. It really is, and it's a welcome addition to this team and in this city. I guess the last thing I'd ask you, Gary, is what what have they told you? What have they told you you need to work on? What do they like? Obviously, you're three and D guy. You can do both, but I've seen you put it on the floor. I've seen you, Gary. You, you, like you said, you defended Giannis the other day. You made uh, you got good deflections and, and things like that. So what have you? What have you? What are they telling you? What do you feel can be your biggest addition to this team? Of just from starters, you know, from up front, you just my ability to stretch the floor, you know, and be extended. You know, we got guys like Vooch, they're going to try to double team, you know, T. Ross, they're going to run to it, and, you know, Evan. So, you know, if I'm that extra body out there that's, you know, locked and loaded at all times, you know, you can't necessarily dig off me if I enter into Vooch. So just being that asset that can really light it up from three, but my defense ability to be able to, you know, guard guys like Giannis. You know, I know my first assignment was LeBron when we went up my first right. first game, and I that that gave me a lot of confidence. You know, I, I'm not saying I stopped any of these guys, but as a young guy, as a, for the first uh, opportunity, you know, I did well. You know, so I think you know, you know, Coach Cliff thinks you know one with my conditioning getting back to where it was like at this peak. He you know he knows he sees me shoot, and the way I can shoot it. You know, I think that's what really got him and Jeff and those guys, you know, the, the again, believing in their young guys. You know, we you, you see me shoot the way I shoot in practice and workouts. If that correlates into a game, that with my defense, you know, I'm a very valuable piece for, you know, any team, you know, as far as just my second year. So you look at year four with the way I shoot it, my shooting is not going to go anywhere. Right, right. Only thing that gets better is my defense and my conditioning. That's a good point. Understanding of the game. So if you look at those two, you know, it's hard to say, like, hey, you know what, let's not give this guy a chance because most guys that are 3 and D, quote, unquote, can't shoot. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the shooting aspect is there and the defense is there. You just sharpen the defense and you sharpen the, the shooting, then you – you got a pretty. Well, that's a bad term, isn't it? Three and D is kind of a mislabel. You're right. When you think about it, all those guys. I think a guy, a three and D guy, is a guy that can knock down a, a three point shot, and a guy that's going to defend. But that kind of people get labeled into that that shouldn't, shouldn't they? Uh, exactly. You know, you come out coming out of college, just all you heard was, "Oh, he's the next three and D guy. He's a three and D guy." So like, what the draft becomes is a bunch of, besides like the first couple picks of being big guys, it becomes a lot of three and D guys or two and D guys. But, uh, you know, a lot of those guys can't shoot. You know, they can knock down a shot. But, you know, when it comes to being a 35 to 40 plus three-point three point shooter, you know, that, that's, that's hard to do. You, you see a lot of guys getting paid a lot of money to just be able to defend and make a capable three here and there. But, you know, you also see those guys that can shoot it, but they, they can't guard anybody. But they're still labeled a three and D guy because they can make a three. So, you know, me realizing in my game that I have the tools in both areas, really like above average shooter and, you know, an average defender. If I 
raise my my like ability in both of those areas that I'll be very valuable to you know Orlando Magic and any other organization. Well, you're going to get to play a pivotal run in a playoff stretch. So good luck to you. Welcome addition, and this will be fun to watch these final couple months, Gary. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited for this run we're about to make. Yeah, we are too. We are too. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. We have shows the rest of the week. We will not have a show next Monday and Tuesday. Jake Chapman will be right back here with you tomorrow, 6 o'clock, 96-9 the game as the Magic play the last game before the All-Star break against the Detroit Pistons. Have a great night, everyone. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Vamos Magic! Just announced, reggaeton duo Joel and Randy will be coming to Orlando on Saturday, March 21st to perform post-game at the Orlando Magic's Noche Latina presented by Fairwinds Credit Union. Witness the magic as they take on the Sacramento Kings at Amway Center and then stick around to see the Puerto Rican-based duo as they perform many of their top hits. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com slash Noche Latina. 